Blog Talk Radio. Too hard, nothing too hasty. 
So go ahead and make you a drink. We're going to get into laughing, keep from crying. Like I said, I talk a lot of shit, and I look at a lot of stuff that I go through. I look at it with comedy. So I've learned to laugh at my pain, and I've learned to take the high road in, in many situations. So that is what laughing, keep from crying is. And like I said, it's your girl. You can call me Queen Aries. You know, I get real. People call me Mary E. Either way, because, you know, I'm not new to Blog Talk Radio. If you know me, you know I had a show years ago. It was more serious with the church folks, but that's okay, because I'm still safe, but I still will cuss you out and get you together. Don't judge me. Anywho, so tonight's first episode, or first nightcap, we're just talking about loving yourself and putting yourself first. Now, <laughs> typically I would go into a whole spiel during the day, but this is Nightcap Edition. So, like I said, you're going to hear some crazy stories. We may listen to authors. You just don't know what you're going to get from me, and that's okay. That's okay. So, while you go ahead and tell a friend about what's about to go down tonight, I'm going to go ahead and play a little music, and when we get back, we're going to get into it. Go ahead and tell a friend. Share it online. It's the last to keep from crying with your girl, Queen Aries. We'll be back at it in a minute. You got me going. Shake 
shake it, shake it fast, you looking like a bag of money. Shake it fast, shake it, shake it fast, you looking like a bag of money. Shake it fast, shake it, shake it fast, you looking like a bag of money. Shake it fast, shake it, shake it fast, you looking like a bag of money. I did, but in my new home, I don't, because I still got to find the spot. 
and I may actually put it around the positive wall decal, but what I did was, I don't know if some of you ever watched Keeping Up, or I'm sorry, Being Mary Jane. Mary Jane used to put sticky notes around the house of famous quotes and authors and things of that nature. So I grabbed that. So what I did was I bought a whole bunch of sticky notes, and I started writing love letters to myself. Like, you're beautiful. You're amazing. You slay today. And then some of those love letters turned into prayers to God. And I took those sticky notes, and I actually posted them on the wall. Even if I fell out with somebody um, and I needed to maybe let something go and I wanted to forgive them, I went ahead and I put it on the wall and forgot about it. And it was like the most therapeutic thing I could have ever done. I had so many on the back of my door because I think I saw that movie. Um, I don't know if y'all seen it. It's called Prayer Room. And basically that's what they did in the movie. They turned the back of their wall. Well, not the wall. They made a room in the house, and it was the lady's prayer room. Her and her husband were having issues. She was grabbing Bible scriptures and just positive things, writing letters. And she was actually putting it in the room, and she was getting in this room in her quiet space, and she was praying. So I kind of flipped it into my own because I don't know about y'all, but I watched the first 48 a lot, and I'm just, I don't want to be just crapped in a little room, and it's just me, and yeah, you know, I don't come up missing, you know, weird stuff like that. So. I flipped it and just used the back of my door. Now, you can make you a room. You can use a closet. I mean, that's on you. I just don't like confined spaces. It's a thing. But, um, yeah, so I put the positive affirmations on the wall and the sticky notes and the love letters to myself. And I actually, which is funny, now that I'm thinking about it, I'm having an aha moment. I did write a letter to myself. I wrote it. Maybe two, three years ago, I bought this little safe from like five and below. And I wrote a letter to myself and I told myself that I was going to stick money in the safe. And when I moved, I was going to open this letter up and I was going to read it to myself, which was like the perfect idea. And you know what? I don't know where that box is. I think I do know where it is, but I haven't opened it. So maybe I will open it this weekend and read that letter because I don't even remember what I wrote to myself. But I know it's a whole bunch of positive things that probably will make me smile, especially like right now. So hopefully I can find that. But yes, you definitely want to pour into yourself. I think we don't do it enough. Sometimes in dating, we depend on our significant other to do those things and that's not always the case to do either. I mean, it's good that just significant other does that. And I'm one of the lucky ones. But I also feel like you should do it for yourself as well. Um, just because you have to love on yourself. If you don't love on yourself and know how you want to be loved, you can't expect anybody else to love you the way you should be loved and how you want to be loved in return. That makes sense. So loving on yourself is like a beautiful thing. And that's why I said give yourself a pedicure. If you don't know how to do a pedicure, just soak your feet in some bubbles and sit back and pour you some wine. And 
watch you a movie. You got to watch one of those sappy movies. I want to know what is your favorite movie that you watch that puts you in a really good mood. If you know me, you know that I love to watch movies. I actually go to movies like once, maybe twice a week. And my favorite movie does tend to change based on my emotion that I'm dealing with at the time. But my all-time favorite movie that puts me in a good mood, whether I'm going through something or if I just need that pick-me-up, has to be Sex in the City, the first movie. Don't judge me, but it just is. It's really girly. It gives me the mood or the color of pink. So every time I watch that movie, I see the color pink, and pink puts me in a good mood. And I know there's a lot of drama that happens in that movie, but eventually it ends, and the girls are laughing, and all's well that ends well. So that is my favorite movie, and I think maybe my second favorite movie, and don't judge me, but my second favorite movie, oh, I was about to say Dreamgirls, but I forgot about Sparkle. The original Sparkle movie will put me in a good mood. And also, Diana Ross, um, Lady Sings the Blues, the Billie Holiday. Those movies right there will get me together. I don't know why. I tend to think I have an old soul, too. But those movies will get me together. Now, as far as, like, comedy, everybody's like, how you can't say Friday? Like, Friday is a classic, yeah. But that's not going to be my pick-me-up at the end of the day. I need a movie that's going to give me good vibes. And Sparkle just had a good soundtrack. It had Aretha Franklin. It had, you know, that in there, the original one. Um, like I said, of course, I love Dreamgirls. But like I said, my favorite movie tends to flip-flop. It just depends on my mood. But I have to say... um. Sex and the City, all-time favorite. I don't know why. It's, it's really just a pick-me-up. So, definitely get into your favorite movie, your favorite food, whatever it may be. Get into that. If it's your cheat day and you want something that you ain't supposed to be having, have it on me day. I told somebody the other day, I had to steal this from Issa Rae. It's a me season. That means I'm pouring into me. I'm doing things for me, I'm loving on me, and I'm winning for me, because it's me season. So, if you're not about team me, she, me, her, then you just not, you're not on the team, because I feel like I spend a lot of my time pouring into other people. So, you definitely want to take a self-care day to yourself, at least once a week. Now, some people say they take two, maybe three days, if that's what you feel you need to do and want to be great, then, hey, go for it. So, again, self-care, self-love is the topic, and I kind of want to know what do y'all do. Maybe you have your own regimen. I'm getting into crystals, seeing how powerful that is. Um, That's a new thing now, so I'm actually studying um what else do you, do you listen to music who do you listen to 
to get you in a good mood. Like self-love and a self-check with yourself is so important, especially during a pandemic. Because if you're cramped in the house all day and you got other people in your face, you don't have time to check in with yourself. I know it really didn't dawn on me that we really went through a pandemic until I watched an old reality show the other day. I was like, wow, we really went through COVID. And not only did I go through it, I had two birthdays. I haven't been on vacation, which is my thing. I don't know about y'all, but I love to travel. I've been all around the world. I love to travel. And I wasn't able to do that. And on top of that, I lost a lot of people. Well, not a lot, but a few people in my life that just kind of made me just rethink things. So I really had to have like a self-check moment like, damn. And I feel like I wake up every day and I keep going, 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 going. And I didn't stop to really smell the roses. And so I really had to have a self-check-in, like, with myself. Like, wow, you need to slow down. You need to put yourself first. And so that's what I do. Um, so, yeah, self-care, self-love. So, like I said, I want to know. Y'all can send me some messages. You can call in. Do whatever you got to do. I want to know, how do you love on yourself? Maybe you have a drink. What is your drink? Is there a drink that gets you in the mood? I love Moscato, especially, I love, uh, what is it called? It's called Roscato, and it's a red wine, and it is amazing. I do that. I drink that when I go to the painting with a twist. And it's really cheap, but it's, like, the best thing since, like, bread. So, again, what is your thing? What do you like to do? Let me know. So, we're going to take a little break. And, uh, yeah, when we come back, we're going to see if we have, like, a caller or something like that. We're going to get it in. So, last to keep from crying. Be right back. It's your girl, Queen Aries. Let's get it. Yeah, yeah. You stick out of the crowd, baby, it's a no-brainer It ain't the hardest shoes Him and me be for real, baby, it's a no-brainer 
watch, I ain't got no chain. Not on the list, I ain't got no name. But we in this big bitch, I'm not no lame. And I keep it Ben Franklin, I'm not gonna change. A lot of these old messy, messy. I just want you and your bestie. I don't got that answer for whenever you text me. It's multiple choice and you don't wanna text me. Choosing a squad She tryna choose between me Justin Quay and a sword She told me that she love that I make music for God I told her I would love to see that blood You stick out of the crowd Baby, it's a no-brainer It ain't the hardest shoot Him and me be for real Baby, it's a no-brainer He got your mind on loose Baby, it's a no-brainer To give it up Look like somebody designed you Dropped it gorgeous You made me wanna live it up Your presence is critical Moving my soul, yeah, you're spiritual Created when you notice me Make everybody else invisible Breaking all the rules So about the love I'll be your excuse Damn right uh, And you go wrong, no You stick out of the crowd, baby It's a no-brainer It ain't the hardest Well, 
I take that back. I am reading a book right now, but it's about the crystals. Um, just healing, self healing. I'm I'm on that journey right now of just self healing and just learning about yourself. Um, someone asked me Okay. Yes, we will talk about Euphoria in a minute. I got you Q. Um, I can go ahead and bring you in, no worries. When we get to that segment, I got you. So we talked about the self-care and the self-love. So let's get into some entertainment news. Now, y'all know, <laughs> your girl be out here looking for the stories, what's popping in pop culture, of course. And the top of the list that we got to talk about first is your boy Kanye West. I, let me tell you something. I love... Kanye, I do. I like the old Kanye. The new Kanye, I'm just like, oh boy. But when Kanye turns into the savage that he is, I love him. I love him when he's petty. He has that true Gemini nature about himself. But him and Kanye are back in the news once again. And allegedly, and I have to say allegedly, Nobody be trying to come to me, cause you know. But um, yes. Allegedly, well, this is not. Well, anywho, he made a post about. So the other day, Kim Kardashian illegally was liberated, um, by the judge, and the judge ordained her to be single. Um, I guess that's a thing, like when you're going through divorce and there's kids involved and the other person is not cooperating and you kind of want to expedite the process. Um, the judge basically deemed her to be single and I guess maybe Kanye felt some way about that, allegedly. I don't know. Um, but he does have a new boo thing. And if you look at the new boo thing, she looks, her name is actually, uh, is it Sinead Jones? And she's really pretty, and but she does look a lot like him. And so, you know, people had stuff to say, like, you know, he has a type and, you know, I just feel like, here's my take on Kanye and Kim. I love watching Keeping Up with the Kardashians. I'll be watching their new show. Why? Like, why do you want to watch something about their lives? Because they are killing it. People are buy, people are drinking the Kool Aid with a straw in ice, and they love it. And there is nothing we can do about it. They're gonna be here. People are obsessed with them. And regardless of how I feel or agree with certain moves and actions. It's a thing. It's a thing, and it's part of our pop culture. I thought it was cute when they were together. Then it kind of, I don't know. It turned into, like, this circus act. It was just craziness. But they had beautiful babies. So, like I said, I'm all for teens stay together. But, I mean, Kim said in a recent interview that she just had to just kind of put herself first. And I feel like we are in a group chat that we did not ask to be a part of. You know how somebody, like, will put you in a group chat, and you're like, what the hell is these people talking about, and why am I here? 
That's how I feel. Why in y'all's group chat? Why are y'all showing y'all screenshots of y'all conversation? Then he said he wanted his family back. Then he dropped some songs directly talking about her. And she's talking about it's a lot. It's a lot. It stressed me out these last few weeks, but we just cannot stop tapping in to see what's going on. I said before he dropped his new album, I said this album gonna be fired. He's gonna put. He's like he's like our Taylor Swift. That makes sense. When Taylor Swift be breaking up with people, she was writing them hits, and I feel like Kanye gonna have a lot to say. And he's going to put it in his music. Because, you know, sometimes uh, pain will fuel you uh, to write a good song. So, I'm all for that. Um, but, yeah, he did, a uh, like, a cryptic post. And it was defining it was defining what divorce was. <laughs> and you know what? I didn't tap all the way into it. But I, when I seen it, I was, oh, here it it was just a quick word about divorce. It has so many definitions. I'm not going to go into it. The man is trying to live his life. It says divorce feels like a full-blown COVID. Divorce feels like your doctor don't know shit. Divorce feels like you're walking on glass. Divorce feels like you're running through a glass wall. Divorce feels like you're being bullied in a class hall. Divorce feels like you're getting beat up in the mall. Divorce feels like your hand was burned on the stove. Divorce feels like your soul was dragged over cold. He goes on and on and on about what divorce feels or what it means to him. And I mean, I've never been divorced, so I can only imagine what that is. But, you know, has anybody ever stopped to think that maybe this man is hurting, you know, his wife, you know, is publicly in a new relationship. She looks happy. She's like, she's trying to put herself first. And then, you know, he's got to deal with those emotions and he's got to deal with it publicly. And then, you know, people are always in his face saying bad, you know, stories about him. And people may say, well, hey, he creates these stories and antics. But at the end of the day, he's still a human being. And I can only imagine how that would feel to be going through this breakup and then everybody has to like, beaming on you, people want stuff from you, and people taking sides, and people saying this, and then it started with he wasn't able, allegedly, he wasn't able to go to the baby's birthday party, and she was keeping him, and she read that she was controlling it. Whew. It was a lot to take in, so. I'll be keeping my eye on that post. Because, <laughs> like I said, I love when Kanye is petty. It's funny. It always comes at just like the most random time. So my question, and y'all can answer this in the comments uh, for next week, or you can hit me up on Insta, however you want to do it. But let me know, how do you handle a breakup? Or how have you handled one? How, how do you handle the divorce? Or how would you go about handling a divorce that's in the public eye? Would it be something that you would do differently than Kanye? Are you with Kanye? You can email me your responses, or if you have questions or topics that you want me to discuss, at queenariesblogtalk at gmail.com. You can do that as well. 
just let me know. Like, is Kanye just going about it the wrong way? Does he need to get the hint? Like, like what is it? Um, what else is going on in the news? Cardi B and Tasha K. So, if you don't know, Tasha K was a, a blogger. And she was sued by Cardi B because she said some things that were untrue. And the judge uh, found Cardi B in favor. And it was like a three, four million dollar lawsuit. And, you know, the girl, so this is all allegedly, she got sued. Um, she made some things about Cardi. And then the girl was like, look, I don't even have this money. So she sued me, but I don't have it. I've seen some other posts about the girl. The girl was just still talking about Cardi, still saying things. I'm like, sit you ain't learn your lesson? That's a $4 million lesson you got to learn. So apparently, um, Cardi B is asking a federal judge to permanently ban this girl's blog, allegedly. Um, and I'm just like, wow, sis, how are you going to eat? Like, I know it's interesting to talk about celebs, and I just do it because, I mean, I watch a lot of reality TV with my mom. And, you know, I'm into pop culture. I'm into that. It's just a thing for me. But I would never deliberately make up a story about somebody. That's just slander, and I don't think that's right. I don't think it's cool to make up stuff about people for clickbait. I don't care if nobody ever clicks on my episode and listens to it, but I'm never going to... Um, just make up something for everybody. Oh, come here and get that exclusive. No. So there's this thing called karma, and I heard it was a bitch. And we can look at people um, in entertainment and see what karma has done, people like Wendy Williams. And we can say, hey. And I wouldn't say Wendy even made up stories, but maybe her way of going about it. Y'all remember that classic Whitney Houston interview? Um yeah, so I I don't think it's cool for bloggers to make up blogs about celebrities for clickbait. I think that's real corny. And so, yeah. So shout out to her. Hopefully, I don't know. I never read her blog. Um, I'm not. There's only certain blogs and stuff that I follow. So I don't know. But I'm I'm Team Cardi all the way. I love me some Cardi B, so I was happy that she won her lawsuit because, again, people will feed into these laws. And this woman has kids, and she's married, and that doesn't just feed into the recipe for a successful marriage. If you're always reading crazy things in the blogs and media, um, and it's stuff that people made up. I just think that's corny. I always say go fishing for your facts. Um, so shout out to Cardi B and uh, prayers to Tasha K. Hopefully, you know, her blog isn't banned. She can always rebrand herself. I don't know how credible she would appear to those, but I'm sure whoever follows her and supports her, because there were people that were kind of supporting her. I don't know. Hopefully she can bounce back from this. Because, um, yeah, that, that's it. So... Another thing that happened this week, if you were following social media, um, Delicious from Flavor Love, I don't know if y'all remember that show back in the day, 
but she announced that her husband, allegedly, Raymond Santana, um, that they were splitting. This comes after she she called him a cheat and a lie, and yeah, that was a big thing. And people were bashing her, saying that she. And if y'all don't know who Raymond Santana is, he was one of the the Circle Five. It, you know, Oprah did the movie on Netflix about the five guys. They were exonerated. They were charged um, for a rape in in the park in Central Park in uh, New York back in the day, but it was like a, a fictional story. It didn't help. I mean, it didn't actually happen. And so they were exonerated, and then they were all given a nice, uh, they filed a lawsuit against the police station because they ended up doing like some hard time. They went to like Rikers Island. And so um, he was one of the ones, and he actually got a lawsuit, and him and Delicious were married, they got married, I think, in 2018 or 19, I can't remember, and of course, um, my social media doesn't want to work in the moment to pull up certain things, but, um, yeah, so she filed, you know, well, he filed, so a lot of people gave her backlash. And they said that she was a gold digger and all of the stuff. She's only here for the money. And I was like, people, y'all don't know what was going on in that household. But, I mean, I could see why people would think that. Because, you know. But, no. You got <laughs> We don't know. And she came back and said, he left me. So, we don't know why, why he is filing for divorce. I think he just said irreparable style. Like, they just... I have to get what he said. It was some type of um, post. And, of course, my social media doesn't want to work right now because I'm doing 50. But, yeah. And Rick, what did he say? He's on his page looking unbothered. Let's just put it that way. He's on there living his best life. He was like he's, he's happy. And so we're going to see how that plays out because I don't want to give you any false information. But, um, yeah, he's living his life. So, you know, prayers to them. Like, you know, you never know. Divorce ain't nothing to be celebrating. You know, like, that ain't cute. Those are real emotions. So I'm trying to think what else do I have on my list that kind of really happened. We know the Brad and Judy got married. They're back from their honeymoon. Um, they have a nice spread in People Magazine. And, um, yeah, so you can check all those those photos out. And I'm pretty sure it'll be featured on the next season of Rat Loves Judy. I saw the video and the pictures, and I was like, wow, this is amazing. And, um, yeah, it was kind of like a slow entertainment week. It was just a lot of Kanye drama and things of that nature. So, before we get out of here, I'm going to talk about one more thing, and that is euphoria. And just keep in mind that um, I'm going to have somebody come in and help me talk about the season finale. If you watch it, if you don't, this is a spoiler. Cut this shit off, because we're going to talk about it when I come back. All right, y'all. This is Lad to Keep From Crying, Queen Aries, and I'll be back shortly. <laughs> Thank you.
trade, I won't give up my pride. Focus, don't focus, look at your mind right now. Clock nine, clock nine, I couldn't even tell you what's going down. Drugs. 
it's about kids in high school, and it's about one particular person being on drugs, some people being, how do you want to say, um, how do I want to say it? Not a, a result for kids being on drugs, but I want to say it, it takes an effect on everybody in the circle. Yeah, it's. They're they're young adults, so they're young adults. And by the way, the show she was on was Shake It Up, so I had to get it. So y'all don't know, in case y'all didn't know, she was on Shake It Up from 2010 to 2013. So teenage Disney star, now she's on the show. By the way, the show streams on HBO Max, and she plays one of the main characters. She's um, So it's about a, a group of high school kids, uh, and I'd say between what? Probably between 16 and 18 maybe 19, and uh, Zendaya plays the main character who's on drugs, and she she does it all. She, she's she been to rehab, it fails, and it just, oh, my gosh, the drama yes, <laughs> that, that oh unfolds. And, yes, season uh, one man. was amazing. It was amazing. <laughs> and we say that because... You get introduced to the characters. You get more of their back. Would you agree that you get more of their backstory in season one? Yeah. So the first season, every episode, um, the main drug addict. <laughs> hint, that was funny. Uh, we'll get to that in a second. <laughs> the main person ends up talking about how, uh, you know, she goes through everybody's backstory. She doesn't really go into much. I think she did go into hers a little bit more. But usually she starts the season, uh, starts the episode off with going through somebody's backstory and how they live the life and why they're the way they are. Yeah, and so we're trying not to get, and that's why I have you kind of set me up to take the shot. I don't want to just go into it because I would just start telling stuff, and I really want people to watch and experience it for themselves. But it also connects with, can you agree with me when I say it also connects with adults in the story because some of the adults play a part into why Ro, which is Zendaya's character, why she is the way that she is and the people around her, why they act the way that they do based off of the adult's actions? It, it is, yeah. So, you know, Rue has a very touching story, you know, going through abandonment and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's funny, you were talking about and, you know, uh, Self love and everything, and uh, best believe if you watch season one, you learn some interesting things. Somebody was, some people were really learning to love themselves, and yes. they had to find ways to embrace who they are and give them yes. confident boosts. Yeah, so it definitely can connect to adults. I mean, because even as adults, you know, we all go through things, and how we're treated by those that are around us can affect the impact and it's up to you to say hey I don't want to associate with these people so it's definitely a matter of growth and I feel like the show also teaches us how we should break generational curses because sometimes people will put that on themselves that I am what my parents were or I am you know and that's not the case and I think uh Ro has to go through that journey of I don't have to be this way. I mean, she's fighting it. She goes through that journey of that I'm a child of a sick parent and I was lacking this and this is what I needed. And she had to go through, like, the grieving process. Some of us don't grieve properly, too. But any other sense. Uh, So season one, we go through the characters, 
how they're connected. It's a lot of tea that's dropped down. You got to watch it. I'm really trying to hold back. But let's get into season two and this finale. So, in season one, it ended uh, with... Before we get into the finale, we got to talk about the fuckery. So, spoiler alert. (laughs) uh, we, We... we got to talk about two main parts in season two that just brought up the fuckery. And you know what? Speaking of self-love, whether I agree with it or not, season one, shout out to the character that played Cat or the girl that was Cat. You know, she she struggled all her life being a, a bigger girl, and there's nothing wrong with that. Shout out no, to I all mean. the big girls. You know, everything. You know, hey, whoever you are, you big, you, you small, whatever. I'm 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 a big boy, you know. She learned to love herself, and she embraced that. So, you know, not the best way, but, you know, she learned to love herself. And, so, you know, definitely to love yourself and but love who really you know? are and know that you are wonderful. Yeah, that's true. But I wonder if she really, did she really learn to love well, It took her a while to get there. But, man, those antics. Yeah, it, it definitely takes do. time. It, it does take time. And I think when girls are in high school, like a pivotal age where you go through the phase of discovering yourself. When I was 16, I went through the phase of, I wanted to be, I don't have any sisters. I wanted to be like my brothers. I don't know why. I just thought they were cool. I didn't have nobody to mimic. So I wore hoodies and I bought sneakers and, you know, like my swagger was a little bit different because I was mimicking my brothers. I was very tomboyish. And then one day the color pink hit me and I was like, ow. I got you, pitbull in a skirt. Okay, I see you. And, you know, it just hit me. And I think you have to find your, well, you have to, college is about finding yourself. But I think in high school, it's so easy just to go through these different emotions and um, get lost in the process. So these girls go through it, uh, breakups to makeups to, Infidelity, I'm really not trying to spoil it for people. I'm too nice. Um, yeah, you're too nice, but I'm about to spoil it because <laughs> as far as getting comfortable within our own skin, yeah, the kids are yeah. learning how to get comfortable. They're high school students. They Some are. of them are transferring, you know, into college. And one particular character in season two got very comfortable in his skin, and it was not one of the kids. So... Uh, shout out to Kyle Jacobs, man. Let me tell you something. Now, he was drunk when he did the, the shit man, he did. don't you say the word. He, let's just say, let's just say he came out of the closet pissing on himself in his house and throwing his kids under the bus yeah. and saying, look, I'm, I'm not in, this ain't where I want to be. I've always been this way, and you're judging me, but you low-key, you look at weird porn, what's like the, I'm giving you the synopsis, because you, you really got to be in that moment. It's the moment for me, but, um. Yeah, it, it, it is the moment, and then you're left speechless, and you're like, what the fuck, and then, yeah. like, and then when you're having a, I, I don't know about y'all. Look, everybody got one person in their family somewhere, even if you don't know it, somebody in your family's on drugs, on alcohol, whatever. Maybe you ain't had the conversation yet. But can you imagine sitting down and having a conversation with somebody 
an intervention mm-hmm. about their drug use and a yeah. big important secret come out, that mm-hmm. is just like, wait, hold on, wait, what? This, this isn't what we came here for. You said what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he did. He did. He's <laughs> yeah. And everybody knew yeah. it. Everybody in the town knew that he was, you know. And yet he was so afraid and he eventually he told his own team. Own your shit. That's what I like to tell people. If your life if whatever you believe in or what you decide to do, own it. And fuck up the runway. Absolutely. Like this this is like just own your shit. Don't let nobody else tell your truth. That's what I say. Tell your own truth. And I'm telling you you'll be a lot happier. That yeah. whole exposing yeah. stuff and if you don't do this, I'm gonna do I can't live like that. I wanna wake up every day and authentically be me. So we we see that. We see that. We see Nate battling with stuff because as his son, everybody in town knows that his daddy likes to mess with little boys and little girls. Well, he actually, did he mess with, did he mess with girls? I thought he just messed with, they weren't, well, yeah, they were in high school. So, yeah, he messed with men, uh, women. Yeah, he did. Uh, did. Non-binary. It it doesn't matter. As long as you had a a policy, he he would do it. And he recorded it. And one of the people that he recorded was actually um, Rose's girlfriend And at the time. And, you know, it was a whole bunch of entanglement that happened there because she didn't even know that his son was Nate that went to the school. And it was a lot to take in. But it season one ends with... Uh, Rue getting so getting so high I thought she died because I mean she did a song number at the end but she got so high and then she ended up lashing out and <laughs> putting yeah, other people it, it was bad like, she was, she it was, was really bad <laughs> I, can't, I can't think of it off the top of my head and I'm mad the name escapes me she takes that it, what is you think of it that, that, that she takes that very powerful painkiller. They give it to you. Right, because I told you it's dangerous. Fentanyl, yeah. She was taking fentanyl. Fentanyl, man. So, when she took that fentanyl, I said, I, and, and the, the feeling, like, because fentanyl, I don't know if anybody's ever had fentanyl. Like, fentanyl makes morphine look like a bitch, okay? Morphine has nothing, fentanyl has nothing on morphine. It is, like, they mainly, they give you that in very, very extreme uh, conditions, and it's very easy to overdose because when she did it, like, the, the the drug dealer, the main guy, he didn't want to give it to her. And you know it's bad when somebody gives you a drug and says, oh, let me go get the Narcan just in case. That's how powerful fentanyl is and when she did that I said yeah she did this is a definition of a true druggie like you gotta watch it and it, it's it's just yeah. it's messed up so that's the true definition of children if there's any teenagers out here listening to this browsing the internet uh say no to drugs that's, that's yeah. all I can say just say no to drugs yeah yeah but then we get into like I said the season finale 
that was okay. So the last two episodes for me was some bullshit because I wasn't feeling the play, and it took <laughs> us a minute to realize what we're looking at. I think we both had attitudes at the end because I was like, "What?" Is yeah, we the watch? play when we watched the play, it didn't make sense, and then you know what? Well, first of all, to back up, I gotta give I gotta give credit where credit is due. Uh, Ash, uh, which is the uh, drug dealer, which his name is Fez on the show, his little brother, that's a soldier for life, man. <laughs> oh, that's my homie. If you don't ride for me like Ash, you can't man. be on the team, okay? Like, Ash, he a rider. That's my homie. That person that moves that without being my, told. He a shooter. He everything you need, Okay. I'm telling you, Song Soprano, Avon Barksdale, ain't got nothing on Ash, okay? If you watch The Sopranos or you watch The Wire, he ain't got nothing on Nino Brown, okay? Nino Brown went out like a, a sucker compared to him, okay? Ash went out guns blazing, and everybody's like, oh, my heart's hurt, I can't believe like. I want out in my heart. I want to say Ash ain't dead. I want to say Ash is laying in that bathtub, scared as hell because he's been shooting at SWAT team. But I mean, you know, them was a lot of bullets. Them was a lot of bullets. So I'm gonna say R.I.P. to Ash. R.I.P. to Ash. The Ashes didn't make it. Well, no, his brother tried to save him. But Ash rides so hard. You know, sometimes you can be so loyal for somebody that you lose your damn mind and the loyalty that you give them. That really is a thing. Um, Facts. But, yeah. But, yeah. So, and then, go ahead. The, the bullshit, though, what makes this, and I was, I was contemplating not telling y'all this, but uh, remember you told me this at the end because I didn't see it. Uh, we won't know what happens for at least another year and a half. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, HBO sucks. Yeah, 2024. They won't break it anymore. And I mean, they can't say COVID exists. I mean, COVID definitely is still out there, but I mean, they're figuring out ways. I mean, come on now, it's technology. Why the Why the hell do we gotta wait until 2024 for new episodes? Exactly. It don't make sense. Exactly. So, so. The, the anticipation is real right now. Yes, yes. Um, but uh, let's get on Maddie. Maddie. Oh, man. Uh, yeah. So, as I mentioned, you, you having a drug intervention with that one person, mm-hmm. and you trying to tell them how them being on drugs is affecting you, and they say, you know what? Fuck this. Uh,. Yeah. How about Yeah. What you been doing? Yeah, right. <laughs> what you really been doing, you know? So it's a lot of shit that happens in Euphoria and I want y'all to watch it. That is like our favorite thing because I remember I was half asleep and I woke up on my sleep and said, What? Wait, huh? Yeah, she she woke up when Nate uh, when Nate's father pissed on himself and let everybody know who he was and told everybody about all the porn and said, "Nah, which one of you dickwads is gonna clean it up?" And then when she said, "Yeah, uh, how would you? So how long have you been? Yeah, 
She woke yeah. up. She jumped out of her sleep. She was like, hold on. She sat all the way up on the couch. I'm like. All the way up. All the way up. Couldn't miss that piece. I said, wait a minute. She was still talking about it. I was still talking about it. I'm going to go back and probably watch the two seasons again just to get to that point and have that same emotion. Because I ain't never got that much emotion. I haven't felt like that since. When I watched Why Did I Get Married, the homeboy was at the table, and he started telling everybody secrets. He said, oh, don't go tell the oh. secrets. And he told, <laughs> you remember that moment? That's the feeling yeah. I had. I said, ooh, baby. Well, I had well to she just told y'all we'll be doing this weekend. Uh. <laughs> right. I, but I need to watch that again. But, no, I also, there's some other. There is some anticipation. And I don't want to just completely spoil it. I want y'all to go and watch it and they hit me up and be like, girl, this is tea. Because I'm telling you, it really get deep. And I was sleeping on Euphoria for a minute. I was like, why is everybody talking about that? People were hashtagging it. And now I see. They done stuff. Charlamagne yeah. actually said that that was one of his favorite shows. He said on The Breakfast Club that Euphoria was one of his favorite shows to watch. And I see why, because it's messy. But it's like that good messy. When you ain't got nothing else to do, you sit up late at night time. Watch you for it. Man, I, I promise told her, I said, you. We need to watch this. She put it off for the longest. Like she put it off for the longest. I'm like, we need to watch this. And she's like, fine. So we sat down, we watched it. She was like, oh, uh. like the first couple episodes, you don't know how to feel. You you really don't know how to feel. But then as you start getting into the drama, you start paying attention to what's going on, and you get into it, you're like, oh, um, okay. <laughs> like, this is some really deep shit right now. Like, people are trying to figure themselves out. It's just like, wow. So if, you, uh, if this is on HBO Max, if you don't have HBO Max, I think you can try it free for a week. Go ahead and do that. Uh, but most of y'all who are listening to this probably have Internet, so check the Internet providers. They probably give it to you for free. Of a something and mm-hmm. definitely check it out. Matter of fact, you can watch it. Uh, like I said, you can, uh, yeah, you can stream HBO Max free for two weeks, mm-hmm. and then after that, only nine ninety nine a month. You don't have to get the fifteen dollar plans. And I, I definitely say it's worth it. Check it, man. You need yeah. to watch Euphoria because y'all don't know what y'all missing. It's that anticipation you, build up. I'm telling you, he got me watching it. I wasn't even the one, so I'm telling you, it's good. So we're right. going to review some more shows. We watch, we watch tons of shows. But the next show, like, I want, my brother keeps telling me, he's like, you got to talk about, he wants me to talk about Power. I don't know if he's watched any of Power, so that's going to be some time. Um, I got to get him finished with, uh, what were we watching? We were watching BMF. We got to finish BMF. But I want to get on some of the stuff that people are talking about now, and that's the new Fresh Prince. I watched the first episode, yeah, but I, like, fell asleep that day. I just came from the digits. My mouth was hurting, and I was like, the hell with this. And I passed out. Yeah, they say it's good. I guess we got to go back and look at that. They say it's good, It's very, 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 um, very Different. intense. It's not comedy. And I think a lot of people are looking for that that comedy thing. So we will talk about Fresh Prince. Um, I promise you, I promise you, I promise you. I'm actually, because I watch everything with you, 
So I'll probably be doing my TV and movie reviews with him because a lot of times I'm multitasking and making notes and stuff. And he's like, did you see that? I'm like, huh? So <laughs> Right. And we will do reality shows because I just looked it up. Uh, they are re- they are renewing uh, Love and Marriage Huntsville for another season. Yes, yes, uh, I have to listen to that. Which now. Is that a hint? <laughs> is that a hint? Like, yes, uh, it is a hint. I need to wrap this up so I can get back to this show. Nah, but like, they are doing that. Like, a lot of shows are coming back, like I said, COVID. Um, you know, uh, we watched a lot of stuff. I will say this on a side note. It's, it's uh, Raising Dion Season 2. Don't waste oh. time. No, don't do that. Don't do that. That would make his coins. No, I'm sorry. Raising Dion is a must-see, okay? You have to see that little boy is so cute, so sweet. And it's about a little boy who falls into these superpowers that he's inherited from his father, who's Michael B. Jordan, who I was mad was not in season two, because, you know, my mind, that's my husband. But anywho, shut up, kids. But, <laughs> yes, I'm that soccer fan. But, um, really cute story. We find out he has these powers, and his mom and everybody's trying to embrace it, and he keeps getting bothered by the crooked man. I'm not going to drop any clues, because in case you haven't watched it, I hate spoiling stuff for people. That is my thing. I hate, I like to let people see it. But season two was, uh, wasn't as good as season one. We were very disappointed. Right, we waited up till three o'clock in the morning. She, she, we went to bed late that night. Usually during the week, we go to bed at a certain time. She was like, "No, nah, let's uh, it's out. Let's watch the first episode." Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it yeah, but it, it, wasn't, it wasn't. But now, now she's got me watching Black Lightning, which I really, I, I love. Black oh Lightning. yeah, 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 Black Lightning. I don't even know, and the only reason why I went to watch back to the first season, because I forgot where I left off, because I was watching Black Lightning when it was coming on, and if you know me, I like to binge watch TV, I don't like to wait week to week, because I get so, ugh, I don't want to wait, like, I didn't even like that week for you, but, Black Lightning, I don't (laughs) think I'm going to cover that, because, you know, I'm trying to get, like I said, the shows, I know people talking about, and that's Power, I know Tommy Sheldon took off, um, Fresh Prince is another one that I want to touch based on uh, Housewives. I'm waiting for Atlanta to come back, but you know they they clean. Well, I don't want to say clean the house, but they trying to get they they peaches together to figure out who we gonna have. Um, so because Portia went off and did her own show, so we're definitely gonna touch base on that. Huntsville, of course. I'm going to have to see if one of my homies will come through and talk about Huntsville, Drika, because she be watching the reality shows with me, too. And I love, that's my partner in Petty. Um, so hopefully um, I can get her on here. Like, you said what? Oh, she ain't like Wanda. Uh, but uh... You know what? <laughs> she doesn't keep yourself. She, she not that bad. She not that bad. She gonna make it okay, fun. Okay, so okay. I'm I'm gonna get with her and see what you know, <laughs> Miss Wanda, Miss Wanda. But um Man. yeah, so we're definitely gon
your girl has been doing her things. Not only in my podcasting. Um, what am I doing? I started a business. So I've been doing that as well. Trying to get this health intact and order we both have. Um, I just been doing a lot of shit. So y'all gotta bear with me. I like to do this. Um, I just be tired at the end of the day. Like I don't have like a minute. Like I just I really really doing a lot. I be DJing online. I really do a lot. I do a lot. So, yeah, but Q also has a podcast. Q has a podcast, y'all. Make sure y'all check it out. You want to drop some knowledge? I got 12 minutes left, Q. You want to yeah, tell them so what you, you do? If you're interested in technology, uh, you know, definitely check out the No Vision Internet Radio Podcast Network, uh, the Tech Rant Show. Uh, yeah, we, so, you know, unboxing, different tra- tips and tricks, um, Definitely go ahead and check it out. Go to NoVisionInternetRadio.com. Uh, all the information is uh, on the website, you know, for donations. Or if you want to email me for business inquiries or for questions or topics and suggestions, um, yeah, definitely check that out. I do it with uh, a gentleman named George um, Zavala. Uh, me and him, it's typically every two weeks. Uh, but throughout the week, we'll do unboxings and things like that. Uh, well, I do unboxings, not him. Uh, I do unboxings, and we get it uploaded. And, yeah, it's, it's just a good time. Uh, from time to time, she'll join the podcast. Uh, I think I'm a little too nerdy for her. She's, you know, I get very techy, and she's just like, yeah, whatever. Uh, so, yeah, but. During the week, yeah, we're we're busy, so like during the weekends, podcasts is a way to event, you know, definitely like technology is definitely my passion. But I like, you know, I'm I thank 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 her for the opportunity for giving me a you know a chance to come up here with her, join the vibe. And she she is the you know she she was talking about it. she's the definition of superwoman. She does, she works, she's running a business, she's doing all this other stuff, and somehow some way. It it takes an act of God to yeah. put up with me doing all she does, and she still manages to do it. So <laughs> she definitely is superwoman. So definitely, you know, I, I let her have her way because you know she, she deserves it. She is superwoman. <laughs> and she put up. How do you put up with me? Let's <laughs> how do you put up with me. <laughs> Is that what? I said, where is Kiki when you need her? <laughs> I don't uh, know. I just do. Nah, you're not that difficult. I think it's a balance. I'm an Aries, you're an Aries, so you know, it kind of just clicks. <laughs> yeah, we both had them days. Like, and I think, yeah. you, you know, when we first met, like, we, we like, the thing is, we both agree, and honestly, I will say this. I've heard it all my life. I never really paid attention, but honestly, she taught me the true definition of how energy is important. Like, I knew it was important, but, you know, now that I met her and, I, you know, I, we, we spent a lot of time with each other. It's like, that Aries energy, I'm telling y'all. If you don't find you an Aries friend, get you an Aries in your <laughs> life, okay? Get you an Aries buddy. Say, hey, friend, you Aries? Thank you. I need that energy because energy is real. And like I said, we talked about 
affirmations and positive vibes, like that stuff is real. So when you have people around you that's negative, that's not going to help with that self-love. And um, you definitely want somebody that's clapping for you. Watch the people that when you win who are clapping and who's not clapping. That's how you can tell where the vibe is. Yeah. I'm I'm definitely clapping for her. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. So. And we and we had those moments, you know, if you truly love somebody, you know, it's okay if you have each other's mo- you know, everybody has a moment, you know, they they, they may feel like they're overwhelmed or whatever. But yeah. you can only soak yeah. in your shit for so long. So if you love yeah. if you really love me, hey, sometimes you gotta say, Get your ass up, get yeah. it together. You know, sometimes you need to do that. You, you know, you gotta get up, you gotta yeah. pray. Definitely praying together. Praying you know. is very important. You have to pray. Like, I had people, like, my friends come to me, like, you know, I met this person, or I got this friend, you know, they do this, 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 and I'm like, that's cool and all, but can they pray? Because, you know, prayer changes exactly. things, and I'm not, I'm just trying to be a Bible thumper, because, you know, I be cutting it, but prayer really does change things, and I noticed that if you don't have that good spiritual bond with your friends, um, That'll make a huge difference, too, because you are birds of a feather, uh, do fly together, and you are who you pray with, believe it or not. Yeah. So and, and <clears throat> I try to keep a positive circle. Yeah, prayer, and, and and I think prayer definitely is what got us to this point, you know, because if we can't pray together, then we're, yeah. we're really no use for each other. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. we have prayed together. It's just, you know, that yeah. you have to. Like I said, if you can't pray together, that you ain't going to get no damn where. you really not. you really not. Prayer really does change things. And is there anything else cute that you want to drop? We got seven minutes. Well, I mean, you know, as far as we can back up to yourself, you know, loving yourself and, and checking on yourself. Um you know, definitely you need to take time out for yourself, as she said. You know, you don't want to overstress yourself. Um, like she said, we've been getting, you know, we've been on our thing, trying to keep ourselves healthy, um, you know, and keeping ourselves, you know, well-being. You don't want to stress yourself out. You know, you want to make sure your body's intact because too much stress can ruin it. Like too too much stress can over overpower, overpower your body and, you, you know, things happen and, you want to stay safe and, you know, you want to stay healthy and be here to live and enjoy your life. You know, it's cool making all this money. Right. You know, I can't, I'm not, I can't, I'm not going to make all this money if I'm dead. You know, if I'm dead, I can't enjoy it. Exactly. And, you know, go ahead. No, 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 go ahead. Go ahead. One example of this is, um, I know you probably don't know who this is, but some of you might know who this is. Uh, there's this guy. He's, his name is Cameron Kelly. He's on uh, Sirius XM Radio. Uh, I'm a big fan of him. I, I used to listen to his show. during. He got me through my work day. He's also the voice of Monday Night Football. Uh, actually, if you listen to The Breakfast Club, he's the voice of you here, like when they transfer into the rumor report. Like he's the, that dude with the real deep voice. You hear him. Uh, but basically, long story short, he ended up having a – you know, he's doing all the stuff, Monday Night Football. He has a book, uh, which I'm actually reading now. It's called From $6 an Hour to a Million Dollar Dream. Uh, but basically, he's doing all the stuff, but he, I remember he was on the air, and he said he wasn't feeling quite right. 
and he called his wife. Let me tell you, women, y'all keep us together. So that's a story for another time. He called his wife, and she said, you got two choices. You either go to the hospital or uh, I take you to the emergency room uh, when, you, when I get home. And lo and behold, she took him to the emergency room, and he ended up having a blood clot on his brain and suffered a stroke and suffered a, uh, uh, what do you call that, a seizure. So, it, it, you know, that goes to show, you know, men in general, men, we don't, we typically ignore our health, you know, that's especially black men. Uh, so, you know, lo- going, looking at that, and then uh, I had a family member who kind of went through the same thing, and, I'm, you know, I'm looking at that. We have to take care of ourselves, especially as black folks. we got to take care I mean, everybody got to take care of themselves. Pay attention to your body. Learn when it's time to stop and slow down. Like, and that's that's definitely part of loving yourself. Because if you if you can't take time out for yourself, then you know you, you can't get no you ain't gonna get nowhere. So pay attention to your body. Listen to your mind. If you feel overwhelmed, take take your time and stop and rest and, and relax. Because you know you, you can't you, you can't be sitting around here wondering what you could have did. It's, you know, yeah. you're gone. You're gone. All right, we keep so each other motivated. We <laughs> so do, I, we thank do. Y'all. And I thank you for being here. And I know you're gonna be back many, many times. And they are giving me my countdown. I got about four minutes left. I just want to say thank y'all for listening. Make sure y'all share this link everywhere. Tag a friend. Email me at queenariesblogtalk at gmail dot com. It's in the description section. If you want to send a donation on cash, that's for your girl. It's dollar sign. It's a win for me. Um, I will leave more info regarding Q's uh, show that he has about his tech um, and unboxings. And I just want to leave by saying self-love can be defined by being in love with every part of yourself, taking care of your own needs, and not sacrificing your well-being so please, to please others and not selling for less than you deserve. So at the end of the day, Put yourself first. Love on yourself. And if don't nobody tell you, I love you, make it a great day. Make it a great weekend or not. The choice is yours. Happy birthday to my niece, Savannah, who turned 16. She's probably not going to listen to this, but if she does. Yeah, I am with the Monopoly money that I have in the closet. So thank y'all for listening. It's last to keep the time. (laughs) Nightcap edition. It's your girl, Queen Aries, and I'll see y'all next week. You got it. I'm out. Bye. You're jaded, baby, wipe your eyes Don't let him see that he got the best of you Girl, I'll take the rest of you Look I got a question for you Is it worth it? Real love, do you think you deserve it? Cut him off, go and find your purpose And get you a nigga that's solid Personally, I'll do more than support your dreams Baby, get you a me It's time to boss up Fix your credit, girl, get at it, get your bag up Hit that gym and get back fine Go get that degree, go girl, focus on me Unlock potential that you didn't know you had in you Fuck that nigga, hey. Oh yeah, it's time to mix it up and get
Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's time to mix it up and get your glow. 